You're listening to WMSR Manchester Thunder Radio. Or is that just the music? Home Talk Guys radio show on Thunder Radio. Broadcasting today from the construction trailer in the parking lot of the Lumberjack Lodge overlooking our bucolic little town. We are Ken and Mark, the Home Talk Guys, here to take your calls about your home, home repair, and anything else you wish to discuss. Yeah, uh, especially call us if you have a funny or unbelievable home remodel or repair story. Our number is 931 931- Seven two eight thirteen twenty, or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. And the reason we're in this trailer today is the Lumberjack Lodge is doing what looks to be a, a really large and nice renovation and addition. Well, you know what? I, I don't see any work going on. I just think they're trying to get us out of the lodge well, so they put us in the trailer. Uh, yeah, maybe they need the space for something else. The other thing is, I wonder if we're going to be allowed to use the bathrooms in the lodge or if they're going to get some portalettes out here. Oh, well, government regulations. Oh, anyhow, so what we're going to do is starting next week, the Handy Folks Update will start to give you news on all the stuff that's going on here at the lodge. Well, today's show will, among other things, offer some tips on pigment application techniques. What? We're barbecuing today? I didn't bring my wheelbarrow spit. No, not no pig, pigment as in paint. Oh, darn. Well, that's okay. Oh, I, by the way, speaking of painting, I've done my fair share of painting over the years. Did you know Sherwood Williams sold the first premixed wall paints in 1867? No. Bef- well... Before then, homeowners would buy powdered pigments and have to mix it into the paint themselves. Not always an enjoyable job. And as young folk like to say, back in the day, and I'm talking way back in the day, (laughs) pigments were mixed into paint using such solutions as water, saliva, urine, beeswax, egg, animal fat, or plant oil. You can see why it wasn't exactly an enjoyable job. Wow. Sounds like you've been studying up for today's show. Well, I like to think as a craftsman I have a natural artistic flair. Other people say otherwise. But, (laughs) by the way, did you know the White House is white? (laughs) I guess you knew that. Because of the original lime-based whitewash that was used to protect its porous stone surface. And it gets painted every year. Nice. Artist and history buff, it sounds like. Well, let me try you. Do you know who first discovered you could mix two different color paints together and produce a third color? Uh, well, somebody in the oops department. <laughs> no, uh, it was Plato. You're right. Okay. What color offers more shades than any other color? Oh, come on. You are throwing me softball questions. I know that's green because the human eye distinguishes more variations of green than any other color. Wow. But you notice there's not many green cars on the road. No. I just don't know why. <laughs> It doesn't say it's pretty. It just said it can distinguish a variation. Yeah. I'm impressed. You're on the ball. Yeah, well, keep that in mind when I give some boneheaded response to at least one caller this morning. Funny. Anyway, we have lots packed into today's show, including another job site visit with America's handiest handyman, Max and Vinny. We'll also have some more unique yet useful offerings from our Sawmill Valley sponsors, and we'll get the latest handy folks' highlights from the Lumberjack Lodge. So whether you're listening on Thunder Radio AM or FM, on the Internet through Thunder1320.com, call us with your questions about your home, home repair, or anything else, as we rented electric scooters today to get here, and they have to charge, and it takes at least an hour. So we have time. Our number is 931-728. 1320. That's 931-728-1320. Or you can email us at questions at hometalkguys.com, or you can go on our website, which is hometalkguys.com. Hey, uh, before we take a call, have you seen the headlines lately? Well, I, I mean, I read the news. Is there one in particular? No, I got 20 of them. There were some great ones. What? Wait, 20 headlines? You're asking me now as we're starting our show? Is this a joke? Uh, no, uh, hopefully when I have a joke, you'll know it, but, uh, no, these are real headlines and some might even say disturbing headlines. Okay. Okay. So what are they? 
Okay, number one. Airline travel safer despite more accidents. <laughs> That's like a non sequitur. Okay, number two. Ten Commandments. The Supreme Court says some are okay, but some aren't. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't issue that. Yeah. Really. Uh, they, I guess I don't know if they picked which one. Number three. Midget Sue's grocer cites belittling remarks. <laughs> I would think he'd be asking for punitive damages. Oh, County to number four, county to pay 250000 to advertise for lack of funds. Why do we elect the crazy people? Yes. Number five, 17 remain dead in morgue shooting spree. <laughs> well, I hope they remain dead. <laughs> number six, dead body found in cemetery. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah. Well, uh, number seven, cops make arrest in bathroom after smelling crap. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything about that. (laughs) Number eight, parents keep kids home to protest school closure. Oh, I think I just heard a cheer from the kids. Yeah. Number nine, statistics show that teen pregnancy drops significantly after age 25. Wow, government accounting. That's Uh, good. What happens between 20 and 25? (laughs) Oh, number 10, city unsure why the sewer smells. (laughs) They need to hire those police who were in the bathroom. Yeah. Most, number 11, most earthquake damage is caused by shaking. As opposed to stirring. Yeah, Yeah, really. Uh, Number number 12, an Australian army vehicle worth $74,000 disappears after being painted with camouflage. (laughs) That artist did a really good job. Number 13, homicide victims rarely talk to police. And when they do, I bet there's some serious expressions on the cops. Uh, they must have to change the charges. Uh, number 14, West Point cadets trained for life in Iraq with weekend in New Jersey. Uh, oh, New, Yorker, New Yorkers like that. And New Jersey ain't going to be too happy. 15, case of innocent man freed after spending 18 years in prison proved Texas system works. Now that's a glass half full. Uh, works very slowly. Uh. Federal agents raid gun shop and find weapons. Oh, Barney Fife must have family in the business. Yeah. Okay. 17. Study shows frequent sex enhances enhances pregnancy chances. Oh, my gosh. I wonder how much government grant paid for that. Yeah, really. uh, How long that took to figure out. Number 18. At last, singer Etta James dies. (laughs) That's a poor thing to say about a good singer. That's a play on words. Number 19, safety meeting ends in accident. Mm, that reminds me when I was in high school, our driver's ed teacher backed into the wall in front of the school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, highly qualified. Huh? Yeah. And number 20, stolen prosthetic arm discovered in secondhand shop. <laughs> All right, so, so those are the critical headlines that we had to have. Okay, okay, I got you. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you have questions about your home or home repair, give us a call at 931-728-1320 or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. We do have a call. Let's see. Uh, This is uh, the Home Talk Guys with Mark and Ken. What's happening at your place? Well, hello. This is Shirley, you asked. You probably don't remember me. Surely you just. Uh, oh, sugar pie, I'm insulted that y'all have confused me with another Charlotte. Huh. You asked is my last name. No, no, what I meant was, you know, last week's call was pretty memorable. We remember you, Shirley. So how can we help you today, Shirley? Well, I took your advice about adding a new circuit to the bathroom for more power to run that curling iron and the blow dryer. Found a wonderful young electrician. Only 58 years old. He said the old circuit was fine. <laughs> just just too small due to the size of my rambling house. I will take some time to run a new circuit from the breaker box. He will be back in a week or so. I won't mind if this young man has to spend a few days here getting oh, it done. TMI, Shirley. Too much information. Is there something we can help you with? In other words, is this call important? Important? If it weren't important, I would not have worn my manicure off, dialing my rotary phone so many times to get through. 
until I get power, I have to put the blow dryer in another bathroom so I'll be able to get ready for bingo. The problem <laughs> is that my other bathroom has, how do you say, a stinky odor? It smells sort of like a sewer in that room, and I don't know why. Oh, you don't know why. Uh, we may not, but hey, can you tell me anything else about this stinky bathroom? Oh, honey, with a house this big and little old me being single and eligible, oh, yeah. I never use that bathroom. Fact <laughs> is, I forgot how to get there. It's been so long. Can you help? Can we help? Mm, man, huh? Just, uh, yeah, help. How do you define help? <laughs> <laughs> I well, see smoke coming out of my brother's ears. No, stinks. no, I got, I got, I, I can help her. Besides getting her a map how to find this bathroom, I can help with the smell question too. Okay, Shirley, here's the most likely problem: all plumbing fixtures have a trap in their drain lines, and the idea of this trap is to hold water. And the idea is, when you hold water in the trap, it seals the sewer gas from going up the pipe and leaking into the house. When you don't use a fixture for a long time, this water can evaporate. And once the water evaporates, then the sewer gas can leak into the building, and thus you get the smell. This problem can happen in any room there is a plumbing fixture or a floor drain. I've seen several casements of basements uh, that have smells, and it turns out their floor drains have gone dry. Also, um, a lot of times there will be a floor drain under a water heater where people don't notice it. I've had and that they happen dry in my house. Out. Every wintertime that happens. So these dried out traps then let the sewer gas in. And in order to eliminate your problem, it's pretty simple. You just need to run some water into the different drains and, and see if the smell goes away. And that should take care of it. Have mercy. Just a, just a dry floor drain. Well, that's a nice, simple solution, sweetie. Dare we ask, is there anything else that we can help you with today? As a matter of fact, I do have another question. I listened to y'all's brain twister last show, and I love mind teasers. I also like to play Yahtzee. (laughs) Anyway, it's about those thermal undies those men were wearing. Well, did you figure out the brain twister? Oh, darling, that isn't the answer I'm worried about. What I want to know is, do you think that Hank over at Hank's Hardware and Haberdashery might carry some long johns and a tall and slender size? I'm thinking a nice bright pink, maybe. This old house can get downright chilly in the wintertime. (laughs) Surely we really can't say, but we'll ask Hank next time we visit the store. Whoa, 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 at least uh, do you know? Is Hank single? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Mark, Mark, look at the clock. Look at the clock. We are out of time. Thank you for calling, Shirley. Whew, that was close. Bye. Let's go to commercial. This is the Home Talk Guys radio show on Thunder Radio. Drips, spokesperson for Collier World Painting Supply Company. We have everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Well, or at least the second time. No project is too big or too small. We have coatings and containers from a half a pint to a 16-wheel tanker truck. Hey, you never know when you might need to paint a football stadium. After much planning, we would like to introduce you to our new in-house service. That is our re-napping service. What you say Renapping, yes, folks, renapping, and no, it is not the act of waking up from a nap and rolling over to take another nap. That's especially true if you're on the job. Nap refers to the fuzzy material on your roller cover. Our renapping service is for all those painters that cannot bring themselves to completely clean the roller cover or insist on using it until almost all the nap is gone. Renapping is also good for those rollers that just aren't quite right for your job, but taking them back would be too embarrassing because when the store employee asked if you needed help, your testosterone kicked in and out came, hey, I know what I'm doing. So gather up all those dried out, worn down, and mismatched roller covers 
and drop them off or ship them in. We will run them through our solar-powered, fully automated renapping machine in two days or less. Our machine strips, straightens, and strengthens every cover core, and then using a special sauce adhesive, renaps the core with whatever size nap you requested. We can go from a stubble nap for a unique pattern look to a common 3/8 inch nap. We can even apply the big hair nap of three inches. I'm not really sure what they paint with that one. When your order is complete, we will have a shrink wrap it for you. I mean, we will shrink wrap and ship it via the popular Arizona Slime Someday Delivery Service. That's it for now from Color Your World Painting Supplies. Okay, welcome back. This is the Home Talk Guys radio show. You can reach us on our website at hometalkguys.com or call us at 931-728-1320. We had a call, but we lost them. So we have a uh, we have somebody who sent us a, a question on the website. It says, Dear Home Talk Guys, recently I needed to replace a light switch in the kitchen of my older home. When I removed the old switch, I didn't notice it was a combination switch outlet, which had four wires instead of the two that I was used to. I failed to note where the wires were connected. I made several attempts to connect the new switch, but each time I threw the switch, the lights wouldn't come on. I decided to see if at least the new outlet part worked, so I plugged the toaster into it. When I pushed down the toaster level, to my surprise, the kitchen lights came on. Rather than risking shock or missing my tea time, I screwed this plate cover on and told my wife all was good. She just needed to use the toaster to turn on the lights. <laughs> that didn't go over so well. Uh, can you help? Well, let me just say this, Harold. Um, your wife is being absolutely unreasonable. Your solution sounds perfectly fine to me. Uh, hey, Harold, uh, don't listen to my brother. He spends most of his time at home in the doghouse, and he doesn't have a dog. <laughs> but the other thing is, um, this is one of those good ones where you've given us information, but not a qu- not quite enough. So we're going to tell you that we can help you, but we can't. Um, part of the deal here, Harold, is uh, you need to find out how many circuits are supplying this box, which we don't know, whether you have one circuit, two circuits. Also, whether the light was on a switch leg or not. And so there's too many combinations for me to give you a a definite answer. But I will tell you that anybody with a decent amount of electrical knowledge, this will not take them very long to figure out once they see what you actually have there. So it's not like a really complicated question for an electrician. So you need to get somebody in there uh, that feels more comfortable knowing the different options you have and the other thing is your wife might not have been so upset if it maybe had been a cappuccino machine or something like that (laughs) instead of a toaster so anyhow harold uh thanks for the question but you definitely that just goes to show you you either mark the wires before you take them off or take a picture yeah that's what i But you probably have to mark them because some of them are the same color so that wouldn't be uh as helpful but good luck with that yeah harold we hope we helped um, well, you know what? It's time for another visit with America's Masters of the Honeydew, the handiest of handyman, Max and Vinny. Let's listen in to some of their on-the-job discussions as they tackle America's home repairs and home remodels. Vinny, what's with the French and Barrette? Uh, yo, Max, yeah. what are we doing here? Fainting, right? What you always say... We're the pros that others look up to. So as a student of history, I can tell you, if you study the great masters of depression, you, through the ages, everyone, without exception, had one thing in common. They wore a French beret. It's part of what makes a painter a true master. A hat impacts the quality of a painter? Yeah, you get it, Max. No, I don't get it. A great painter utilizes a good of materials, has a great technique, attention to detail, a keen eye, uh, and the ability to uh, see what isn't uh, there. 
nowhere does a hat of any kind play any role in a great painting. Uh, you're wrong, 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 Max. You're correct about technique, detail, and all of that. But the hat takes all of those and somehow elevates them to the next level. The hat takes the skill to the master level. It has to do with uh, how that hat uh, lays on the painter's head and the resulting blood flow, I, I think. Vinny, I give you an A for imagination, but uh, sometimes I think you are a nutty. Now, I'm going to keep trimming out this door and hope that my hatless head won't prevent me from doing a good job. Huh. Max, you keep working like you do, and someday you will get your own beret. Oh, and good job catching the homeowner before he made a mistake on the paint purchase. I'm still flabbergasted, as my mom would say. How many people think contractor grade means top of the line? Personally, I think it gives the craftsmen like us a bad rap. Folks look to us as a true professionals. And then someone or somewhere decided to play off our hard work and a good reputation by naming a lower quality of product after us. <laughs> Sad, ain't it, Max? Always say contractor grade paint is more like what you put on your cereal, not walls. Uh, but in defense of the homeowner, paint can be confusing to the unwashed. I mean, you got your interior, exterior, Latex, enamel, got oil base, flat, eggshell, semi-gloss. <laughs> you got your bargain brand, your mid-grade, and high-end brand. And you got folks selling it with totally clean hands. And that speaks volumes to me, because my hands ain't been clean for a long time. <laughs> Confusing it can be, as a Yoda would say. <laughs> but yeah. that's why they hire pros like us. Our hands are never clean, and it's not just a paint. Painting done right needs a quality of prep. You know, we spend more time prepping the job than a painting. Yep, a good paint job ain't nothing without buddy gawking a whole lot of sanding. Uh, phooey! I just got some paint on the window I trimmed. I don't like it. Doggone it, that's an embarrassing. I think it's time to call today. I'm getting a tired. Oh, yo, Max, don't be so hard on yourself. The way you cut in that door with the accent paint, guys like Picasso, Miguel Angelo, Charles Schultz, the masters, they would all be proud of you. Charles Schultz, as in uh, the Peanuts cartoon? Yeah, you know, Red Baron. Yeah, a true master. Do you ever try painting Snoopy? That nose, it ain't easy. Funny, uh... You really think the trim looks so good? Indeed it does. Those traits you mentioned, you got them mastered. They took uh, years of a trial, buddy. Error, study, and self-analysis. Thanks for the compliment. Sometimes I am uh, too hard on myself. Yep. But uh, let's clean up in a call today before I do a something to uh, to upset the masters. Oh, hey, Max. Come on, cheer up. I brought you a gift. It's from the Masters. The Masters, huh? What is it? That green is sport court? <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, I've seen you play golf, Max, and that ain't a good sight. i got to be honest with you. There ain't no green sport coat in your future unless you go up the store and buy one. <laughs> so, uh, what do you got? Look, Max, your very own French parade. You earned it, buddy. Vinny, you are a one of a kind. Thanks. All right, those are America's handiest men, handiest handyman, Max and Vinny, showing some heart there on Vinny's part. Well, Mark, you know what time it is? It's brain twister time. Correct. Our brain twister from last week required careful listening. Did you get the answer? Well, you can remind me, but all our show requires careful listening. <laughs> remind me of the last week's brain twister. All right. On a new home build, Carpenter Red, Plumber Blue, and Painter White decided to have lunch together. It was a cold day on the job site, and each man had been wearing a coat. Under each man's coat, they are wearing either a red, blue, or white Long John's thermo shirt. 
When they each took off their coats, Plumber Blue says, Hey, did you notice we are all wearing different colored shirts from our names? The man wearing the white shirt says, Wow, Plumber Blue, that's right. What color shirt did each of the three men have on? Yeah, well, I got this. Carpenter Red was wearing white. Plumber Blue was in red. And Painter White was wearing blue. The key was when the guy wearing the white shirt spoke up. That couldn't be Painter White as he wasn't wearing a white shirt. And it couldn't be Plumber Blue as the guy wearing the white shirt was speaking to Plumber Blue. So it had to be Carpenter Red. Very good, very good. Unfortunately, we had no correct answer submitted. No one got it right? No. No one <laughs> no one submitted an answer. <laughs> you mean nobody went to our website, hometalkguys.com? No, which means the Home Talk Guys t-shirt goes back into the giveaway vault for another day. But you did just hear me. I got it right. Yeah, station policy prevents you from winning. Besides, this is a new t-shirt, and you don't <laughs> do new clothes. <laughs> Well, I'll let somebody else wear it first. <laughs> All right. So that was last week's brain twister. And it goes, here's this week's brain twister. So listen carefully. And remember, you can send us your response at mail at hometalkguys.com. So the brain twister goes like this Columbo was just starting his day when he, re- when he was summoned to a crime scene of a well known eccentric painter. Columbo arrived on scene at the same time as the police. Upon entering the home, the painter's wife, appearing to hold back tears, informs them this is a terrible suicide. Columbo walks into the room where the deceased man is slumped dead in a chair with a bullet, 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 bullet? hole in his head, <laughs> a gun on the floor at his feet, and a cassette recorder on the table. Columbo picks up the recorder, presses play, and hears the following message. I have committed grievous sins in my life, and now I offer my soul to the great God above. Then the sound of a gunshot. Columbo asks his wife if anything had been touched or moved since finding the dead man. No, she replies. Columbo turns and informs the police this isn't a suicide. It's a murder. How did, they know? How did he know? If you know the answer or suspect we don't, send us your answer at mailhometalkguys.com. If we... Uh, if you want to read the brain twister, I'm sorry, visit our website at hometalkguys.com. The correct answer selected from among all the correct answer or answers will win a Home Talk Guys t-shirt. Wow, I'd love to watch Columbo. Uh, how does he figure those conundrums out every time? Well, it's now it's time for a word. Well, wait a minute. We have a phone call, so we're going to hold up on our word from our sponsor and get our call. All right. Hello, you're on Home Talk Guys Radio Show. This is Ken and Mark. What's going on at your place? Hello, Hello. caller. Hello. Hello. Hello, caller. This is the Home Talk Guys Radio Show. What's going on at your place? Um, Nothing much. I just woke up, so I actually missed the first about 15 minutes of your show. How can I... Can I go back and listen to that? Is there a way to do that? Yes, you may. You may go to thunder1320.com. And uh, click on Downloads, and there you can uh, go and listen to uh, our past show. <laughs> past show. Yeah. It'll take a couple days after we broadcast to be up there. Okay. But here's, here's one of the rules. Uh, we appreciate you calling. What's your name and where are you from? Yeah, my name is Briera, and I'm from Franklin, Tennessee. Your name is, say your name is again. Is a real name? Briera. Oh, Briera. And is that like a family name? No. Um, so my parents, one likes Brianna and one likes Sierra, and so they comp- compromise and put them together. And, <laughs> That's what and they told you Briera. anyway. The great compromise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we appreciate you calling Briera. What can we help you with this morning? Yeah, so I've been um, looking into some remodeling and um, – I noticed that there's like a few options, and I I'm only aware of a couple, mainly the standard just drywall and popcorn ceilings, which I don't necessarily want. So I was wondering what some other textures or options for ceilings, and I guess okay. walls are. Yeah. All right. So well, different yeah. textures for ceiling yeah. and walls. Definitely yeah. avoid the popcorn. Yeah, as you said, you, yeah. you know except the popcorn in movies. and 
Popcorn's actually been going out of style for years now. Um, the only thing I will say to other people that have popcorn seal ceilings that want to get rid of them, because we've scraped several popcorn ceilings over the years in order to change to a different texture. But recently it's been made known that um, some popcorn ceilings, now I haven't run into this, but some popcorn ceilings contain some materials that are a little less healthy for you. So you need to take extra precaution when removing it. I would say in your area, uh, whoever, whatever area you're in, that you would talk to, well, not so much in Franklin, but just in general, oh. contact a local drywall or painter to see if there's been an issue with the popcorn uh, before you remove it. But since you're really not looking to do that, that's just, uh, uh, you know, one of those things that's come up yeah, in that's recent good to know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just that, need, That's a bonus you, know. you get with our show. So, we answer um, questions you haven't even asked yet. Uh, one, of, <laughs> one of the most popular uh, wall finishes, and this all these finishes, you have to remember, are regional because I've built in four states, and some states, um, they don't do any of this, and some states just do different things. But orange peel, which the name implies, looks like the peel of an orange. It's just little fine like little fine bumps on the wall that they spray on. It can be light or heavy, but it's nice because it evens out the whole wall, the difference between joint compound and, and the paper on the uh, drywall itself. So orange peel usually on the wall and the ceilings. Now, um, as you said, the popcorn was almost strictly for ceilings. They do some other things that are mainly on ceilings, like a stipple, which is like a lot of little pointy, um, almost like stalagmites or stalactites, whatever you call them. But it's a rough texture on the ceiling that's put on with a, a thing called a crow's foot. It's a kind of brush. Uh, they also do like the half swirl brush mark uh, pattern on the ceiling, which is a carryover from the plaster days of ceiling. You have knockdown, which is where it kind of looks like stucco. I don't know if, if knockdown stucco is popular in your area, but it looks like a light stucco finish where they basically splatter uh, mm -hmm. material onto the flat drywall, then flatten it off with a knife, and it still is, it leaves a, a raised surface on all the drywall. Mm -hmm. uh, you I totally forgot about that one. So. Yeah, right. And then, of course, there's a lot of places they still just do smooth, which means they don't put yeah. any texture on your drywall. And um, the only thing is for homeowners to do that, it's really hard to get a smooth finish to be able to get that so when you paint it, you can't see any of the any of the discrepancies in your finishing. It just takes a lot more practice. So um, a lot of the heavier uh, wall textures are to hide problems or to make it easier to finish. The best thing to do is once you pick one, is to get your contractor who's ever doing it to give you a little sample because even with orange peel, the difference between a light coating and a heavy coating is pretty significant to look at. So, you know, um, get a sample made of whichever you pick. Or go look around. Now, yeah, I mean, and you can ask at wherever you see it and then ask your person to try to replicate what you say because it might be slightly different. And going to those Pareto homes is always an interesting way to get ideas. Okay, but, yeah. Briera, and hopefully we gave you some ideas and some answers to your question, yeah, but yeah. I'm a little concerned. You said you woke up and you missed the first part of the show. Do you have an alarm? I, I snoozed my alarm. <laughs> Okay, yes, promise, so. promise us you'll set it for 7 a.m. every Saturday morning, thunder1320.com. Gotcha. Next week I'll be on. All right. No, yeah, Breer, we appreciate We love your name, and we appreciate you calling with your question. We wish you the best as you uh, look for the texture that meets your desires. Thanks right. for calling. Right. Perfect. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Where were we here? Um, we we're getting ready to go to another wonderful Home Talk Guys sponsor, and then we'll be right back. All right. Some people say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bones. A mind that's weak and a back that's strong. You load 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and St. Peter. 
Master Baba Buzzcut here. As a new owner of Unky Dunky's Roundback Tonsorial, I want to invite you to try us out for all your grooming and toiletry needs. Our barbers have years of experience, and we guarantee the best cut of your life or your money back. We carry a full line of toiletries from shave cream to deodorant, and we have the smells that hard-working, handy people enjoy, like fresh-cut pine and oak, freshly-cut grass, that's the legal kind, compost, and even treated lumber. At Unky Dunkies, we still give a close hot lather shave with a straight blade razor, shopping the old-fashioned way on a real leather strap, and we have never had a customer bleed out. We also offer a true spit shine for your shoes while you wait, except on days when Homer forgets his chew or his teeth. At Unky Dunky's Roundback Tonsorial, we groom the men and women that build and rebuild this wonderful country. Yes, women, you are welcome to Donkey Donkeys too. Layered, feathered, bobbed, knotted, or bunned with an easy access pencil. We'll keep you the center of attention at the job site and the home site. We even offer discreet hot lather shades for those embarrassing lady mustaches. So come visit us at Unky Dunkies. Park in front of Porky's world-famous meatless barbecue and come round back for a grooming experience handy people rave about as unforgettable, hard to describe, unlike any other, and it'll grow back. Unky Dunkies round back tonsorial. From head to toe, we groom for show. All right, Unky Dunkies. And their 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 famous saying <laughs> they've asked us to say Unky Dunkies round back of the mall, Unky Dunkies walking or call, get a great cut, shaving a shine, keeping you groomed for just ten ninety nine. All right. Unky Dunkies, the place to go. This is the Home Talk Guys radio show on Thunder Radio. Give us a call now with your home and home repair questions or anything else you want to discuss. Our number is nine three one seven two eight thirteen twenty. Or you can email us, us email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. Okay, this is the time in the show where my brother distills his years of knowledge, experience, and scholarly research from among the finest periodicals and dentist, doctor, and auto repair waiting rooms to share with you a segment we call Tip O' The Day. Take tip, it away, Mark. Tip O' The Day. Yeah. Tip o the day. Unfortunately, I wasn't to the dentist, doctor, or car place this week. So, no, I have a couple tips of the day. And uh, as you know, we're doing a show related to painting, and so our tips are kind of related to that. And obviously, the biggest thing with painting is with a lot of different trades is prepping is the most important part. But as part of that prepping, you need to beware, even once you're ready to paint, there's three things that can really affect your paint job now and your paint job in the future, and that are temperatures. If it's too hot or too cold out, also dampness. If it's too humid or your project is has wetness just from humidity. I have seen, when I worked up in Pennsylvania, a number of times I've seen commercial people out painting in sub-40 weather, and I don't know a whole lot of paints that are recommended for sub-40 weather. So just try to keep track of your temperatures and the dampness. Um, now, the next thing is kind of related to the call we just had. If you are painting a renovation or addition that's been freshly drywalled and it has not been textured, you need to wipe it down because the drywall dust will be there and the construction dust, and not just... Just a light wiping. You don't want to scrub because drywall compound is water-soluble, so you don't want to start rubbing it off. You just want to get the dust. And then I still like to use the cheap drywall sealer to put a good coat of that on. Not only does it save the use of your expensive paint, but it's a good time to check for any blemishes or defects in the drywall finish after you've put the sealer on. Okay, let's say staining. If you're building wood projects or wood trim and you're going to stain them, certain woods tend to get blotchy when you stain them, and they make what they call conditioner. So if you're using, uh, you might want to try a spot on a scrap piece of wood to see if your wood is going to stain evenly or blotchy. And if you're having a trouble with an even stain, use some conditioner. 
The other thing on the harder woods, when you sand your project before you stain it, it is possible to over sand it. In other words, if you use too fine of a grit, you will actually glaze over the wood. And so when you go to stain, it will not go into the wood like you want it to. So do not you know, go to too fine of a sandpaper and glaze the wood. Now, on, uh, on a, if you're responsible for painting the trim on an addition or a new house, and if, uh, or even if somebody else is going to install it, I find it much easier to get your trim, prime it if it's not already primed, sand and put one coat of the finished color on the trim before it ever is installed. It's, it's way faster and easier to do a nice job while they're on the sawhorse. Sometimes I even buy it and give it to the homeowner before I install it. And then once it's installed and they putty it and, and it's ready for a final coat of paint, cutting in is a lot easier because you've already got it all painted up. When I'm putting the baseboard on the floor, I will actually run half sheets of newspaper along the wall and nail the baseboard up right on top of that newspaper so that when you come to put the final coat on, you don't have to try to cut in right next to the finished floor. And it saves some effort, mess, and time. And the final thing, as for me, if I'm doing a lot of uh, wall painting or ceiling painting with rollers and latex paint, if I'm going to do a project that's going to require several coats or several days of the same color, at the end of the day, I don't clean the roller, wrap it in saran wrap, put it in a Ziploc, throw it in the freezer. I've actually kept rollers in the freezer, latex rollers in the freezer for months. My son has a, a modified version of that. He doesn't clean it either. He wraps it up and throws it in the garbage. Well, no, you should wrap <laughs> it up and send it to the renapping service from the paint supply company we go. had on earlier. But uh, I've done brushes and rollers in latex and kept them for months. You just have to take them out a half hour before you want to paint because they need to thaw out a little bit. Um, I've used, I've put oil brushes in the freezer and for short periods of time they've it's worked out i found over long periods of time they still dry out because like if i'm priming with oil i hate to clean the brush and then reprime with oil because right. it just you use paint thinner and everything else and i am still old-fashioned uh for priming wood I still like go oil. with oil primer. Yeah. Uh, I know they have latex primer, and the paint store will probably hate me, but uh, the oil really seals up the the fuzz, and when you sand it off, it, it's good and and you know, smooth. So anyway, okay, so good luck with your paint jobs, and um, take your time with it. Great tips. Can't emphasize enough the importance of spending the time to properly prep before you paint. Proper caulking, putty, and sanding can make or break a good paint job. Okay. <clears throat> let, me, let me just say on that note, I have seen jobs that were... Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So the question is brought up... Uh, you got to make sure your Ziploc bag is really <laughs> sealed tight because if you do have fruit in the freezer, it will start to smell like paint. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I do have a little food. I have a roller cover, two brushes, and half a bag of broccoli. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, That's whatever. a good tip. Oh, on a good paint job, I will say, having done several jobs where the homeowners wanted to help, a trim carpenter, trim carpenter, if that's what you call them, can do a wonderful job of installing the trim. But if the painter messes up the paint job, you're going to have a lousy-looking job. So just make sure you do it or somebody does the right prep for your paint job so you don't ruin what otherwise was coming out well. <laughs> okay, good tips. Uh, that prep work is critical. Well, it's time now for a perspicacious Home Talk Guy sponsor <laughs> with a great message. What are you laughing at? What is perspicacious? Is no, that no. like one of those big purses with a lot of space in it? Persis. We, no, we may need a speech therapist for me. Perspicacious. No. Perspicacious. What's it mean? That's someone having keen mental perception and understanding. And so you're saying our next sponsor is perspicacious? Absolutely. Hmm. That means... That they listen to our show because they are keen and have a good understanding. Yes. Okay. So now. Here's the commercial. Commercial. 
Hello, good people of Tennessee. My name is Dave, and I'm a guitarist and songwriter from the band The Articles, based out of Richmond, Virginia. And whenever I'm in Tennessee, I always check out the Home Talk guys on Thunder Radio 1320. And by the way, if you like the music you're hearing, you can check out my band, The Articles, on Facebook or www.thearticlesrva.com for more music and gig information. Thanks so much for your time. Welcome back. We've had a first ever for the Home Talk Guys radio show. During the commercial, we received breaking news from Lefty at Extra Hand Tool Company. This is a Home Talk Guys exclusive. You won't find this on other on any other large media outlet. <laughs> or small media outlet. Either any media outlet. Whatever we are. Um, yeah. Lefty called. He's got a breaking news update. We're going to play it for you right now. Lefty here, CEO, Extra Hand Tool Company. Today I'm going to blow the lid off of an international manufacturing conspiracy. Just maybe the biggest fraud on honeydewers since the start of the Industrial Revolution. This devious act has caused contractors and honeydewers alike to spend too much money buying extra tools, wasting precious work time, and enduring unneeded frustration. The method they use is very simple, yet it has worked year after year. It starts in a faraway country, under the darkness of night and on a secluded mountain in the basement of a medieval castle. Engineers from worldwide manufacturing companies meet there once a year to agree on one thing. That one devious thing is to introduce a new style fastener head. Think about it for a minute. It's bad enough there is already a slotted Phillips and Torx head. We also have an Allen square and star drive screw. See my point? Every new type of fastener means a new tool for everybody in any kind of assembly, repair, or installation business. Even most homeowners will buy one of the tools for the workbench in the garage. Millions will make it into Christmas stockings. You see how sinister this has gotten? Then, to raise the frustration level, they even use different style screws on the same appliance or equipment. Say you start to work on a dishwasher. Grab your Phillips tip, get on the floor, and take off the bottom panel to access the electrical connections. Only to discover that you have to get up off the floor. Why? Because now you need a nut driver for the junction box. Then the hose clamp on the drain line has a slotted head or maybe even a socket head. We've all been there. So today, Extra Hand Tool Company is putting an end to this age-old conspiracy. Our new cordless handheld screw head fabricator will make your screwing jobs a lot faster. When the socket-like tip of the screw head fabricator is pressed onto any fastener, it will remachine that fastener to your pre-selected style be it Phillips, Torx, or whatever. So now, all you need is the screw head fabricator and the tool that matches the style you have selected. The time is now for all handy people around the world to stand up and say, we will no longer accept just any screw. This is Lefty saying, thanks to the Extra Hand Tool Company, the world is easier to fix. And now, back to Home Talk Guys, which, unfortunately, is still in progress. Wow, that is huge news. <laughs> and you heard it here first on the Home Talk Guys radio show. And news show, I should add. I suspect Mark uh, Fox, CNN, and other outlets will be calling us for more details. So, I'll anyone, call you. <laughs> <laughs> anyone listening out there, uh, besides the two of us, uh, if you have questions about your home home repair... Give us a call. We have a few lines open. Uh, are, are there any lines? Oh, yeah, there's the line open. <laughs> hey, and, and if you're not sure if your phone works, call us to see if it works. There you go. Or you can email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. Well, um, we have uh, just about come to the end of our show. Uh, one of the important things we do each show is my brother shares his word and quote of the day. 
Well, only because some other brother tends to use these multiple-syllable words. We multi-syllabic. Will... Yeah, multi-syllabic. Okay, as you heard in that great unky dunky tonsorial commercial, the word tonsorial. And tonsorial means relating to hairdressing or barbering, as in the unky dunky commercial. The other one I want to go through is bucolic, which describes the little town below the, in the valley, Sawmill Valley, below Lumberjack Lodge. Bucolic meaning pastoral country-like setting with rustic beauty, such as in the Sawmill Valley. And this week we're going to do an old carpenter proverb, which, if it hurts a lot, you've hit the wrong nail. <laughs> That's it for this week's quote and words of the week. That's one from experience. Mark, we actually have a call. Uh-oh. This is the Home Talk Guys radio show. What's going on at your place? Hello? Hello? This is the Home Talk Guys radio show. How can we help you? Hey, buddy. Frequent caller. (laughs) You all helped me out last week. We sure did. You got your left-handed plumber fixed. So here's the question, buddy. I ain't listening to the whole show because I was down at the truck stop taking a shower. But here's (laughs) What number were you at the truck stop? (laughs) Hey, hey, let me say something. That guy that did that lefty commercial, he sounded like he's on drugs. (laughs) Anyway. Don't talk about lefty. So like I got that. a question. I, my, here's, here's my question. I got, I've been painting my trim. We're doing paint show today. And like I said, I didn't hear the beginning part of the show, but I'm trying to paint water-based paint over oil-based paint. And I'll tell you why. Because I can't get to oil-based paint. I said, what are we having, an embargo in 1974? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I used to have to take the rig, get in line down at the gas station. The attendant got mad because he had to walk all the way down to the end of the rig to check my license plate, see whether I'm odd or even. Some people say I'm odd, but we weren't, we're not even going to go there today. Yeah. Yeah, we're beginning to agree with those people who think you're odd. Yeah. Well, I'll tell anyway. you what, how good are you at sanding, and how many hours do you want to spend sanding? Uh, the other thing is... I don't is, want to sand. I want to get my oil-based paint. Is it the Iranians? Is it the Iron <laughs> What do I got to do to get some oil-based paint? Well, you go out and you could go to the car store and get some oil, mix up your own. It would be oil-based paint. We talked about the pigments first of the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, get yourself some, uh, yeah, used oil. Um, I don't know if you can actually uh, tint uh, primers, but, yeah. The Sherwin there are other, there are there are oil-based paints. They're definitely hard to come by though, because like you said, I think they've they've cornered the market on that, and uh, you know they don't want to smell and all that stuff because some of the painters get a little goofy on all that oil-based paint. So <laughs> and, them, and them painters got enough going on anyhow. They're already a little goofy. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know they're, they're keeping the smoking going. Um, hey, if you don't really want to go have to find oil-based paint, there's a couple things you can do. There's a a paint called a well, it's a paint. Well, it is a paint. It's called Gripper, and you can put that over your oil-based paint, and then paint your latex over that. It, it pretty much will make anything adhere to anything. And then there's always those. They used to have uh, basically these desanding products that you put on there that are supposed to take enough of the sheen on. But I really think you need to put uh, Gripper over it in order to put latex over top, or you could just trim all, tear all the trim out, and start over. <laughs> well, here. You know, when I tried to do it last time, here's the thing. I paint. I get my paint. I get the water-based paint. I didn't know my trim was oil-based. I put the paint on. It done beat it up like yep, like, yep. When I, like water yep. on a cab on my sleeper cab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must have a good good wax job on your sleeper cab there. I was going to ask him if he's redoing his sleeper cab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't ask you, where is this trim, by the way? <laughs> You're not doing one of those take an old semi-trailer and convert it into your house, are you? Well, I'm working on it. I've got an old Airstream in the backyard, but yeah, that's a whole yeah. other project. That's, in the, that's is for that, another day. It's the Airstream in the backyard behind your mobile home? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're kind of rough on the callers. <laughs> anyway, there is a way around it uh, because that is a problem. If you have oil, old, old trim that's oil-based paint, and you do have trouble finding oil-based paint today. So we appreciate your call, and... Uh, Obviously, one person does know the number here. Yeah, and keep listening. We've got uh, we've got some highlights from uh, from some good music that was played this week uh, in our little valley. So, thanks for calling. All right, really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Mark. It's time for a little handy folks highlights, uh, and then we will uh, wrap things up. Well, it's been a busy week in our little corner of the world here in Sawmill Valley with the official arrival of summer. Handy folks everywhere are taking months of creative ideas and getting to work, bringing them to life. Pastor Galbreath 
is making another run at building his wife a she-shed after the one he built last year fell over with his wife inside due to his oversight and proper bracing techniques. After freeing his wife, he repented and committed to spend the winter months between sermons studying construction videos online to avoid the same mistake. He says they taught him many things on how to be Christ-like in seminary with one exception. They didn't offer carpentry classes. Yeah, which is kind of odd that they don't teach carpentry at the seminary. At the seminary. Considering. <laughs> at the Big Bucks Coffee and Wild Game Cafe here in the Valley, uh, they had their semi-frequent writer's night this week. Big Bucks likes to feature upcoming talent. Tim Cedar's Banjo's Gone Wild was scheduled to play, but due to a misplaced swing of the hammer, uh, Tim had to back out until his swelling goes down. In his place was a band out of Richmond, Virginia called The Articles. And we're going to play a little bit of the music that they played this week at Big Bucks. And if you like what you hear, all Big Bucks up-and-comers can be found on our website at hometalkguys.com. The articles out of Richmond, Virginia, come back to Memphis. Hey, you know, I haven't been there yet, but they say that Big Bucks, ca- uh, Big Bucks Coffee House and Wild Game Cafe is the new place to go in town. Yeah, we're working on Big Buck to uh, advertise with the show, so hopefully we'll right. get to know them get better. Them the sponsor. Well, in addition to uh, the, uh, the she shed that's being built here in the, our little valley, uh, to assist with handy projects, Pretty Good Building Supply will be running a special this coming week on Bowden Split Lumber. Owner Dale Schreck says he's got it stacked deep and he's selling it cheap to make room for new product. He also has broken bags of concrete and cement discounted with the heaviest mal- markdowns on bags left out in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully they're the right shape for what you need. <laughs> this week was a July birthday celebration. <laughs> it was the July birthday celebration at the Lumberjack Lodge. July was a big month for birthdays. The grandmaster of the Level One Plum commented that many of the birthdays may be due to folks staying in more during the cooler fall months. Or, he mused, they, may, they could be residual from the town's long-running annual Oktoberfest celebration, which, following decades of excess, was finally outlawed last year after City Hall burned down due to an acetylene torch feud that broke out between two welders over the selection of the festival's Miss Barley Hops. Yeah, that's, that's a big competition, that Miss that, Barley Hops. That is hotly contested. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Handyman Han was late for the lodge festivities this week. Seems he had asked his wife to hold the ladder for him while he repaired a few shingles on the roof. However, once he was on the roof, Miss Han took a call inside. They still have what's called a landline, which many yeah, folks hey, may not hey, remember. I used to have one of those up until right. recently. <laughs> the call was Peg's House of Allure, Sawmill Valley's premier and only beauty parlor. They had a cancellation and could see Miss Han if she came right away. Well, she rushed off to the beauty parlor to get her hair done and forgot all about her husband on the roof. Unfortunately, uh, shortly after she left, the wind blew the ladder to the ground, stranding handyman Han on the roof for several hours until his neighbor came home to assist. Put off at first, Han later said in the end it was all worth it, as the beauticians did a swell job fixing his wife's grain roots and covering her bald spot. The other thing is handyman Han needed to remember to get his cell phone and carry it on the roof with him. Call for help. All the trade folks at the lodge seemed to enjoy the birthday celebration, which paid a special tribute to Plumber Brown turning the big 5-0. In his honor, Lita's Catering baked a lifelike shaped cake in the shape of an American standard town square, flow-wise, right-height, elongated one-piece toilet. <laughs> <sighs> 
Those one-piece <laughs> toilets are really heavy, too. The toilet cake was served with generous groups of chunky brown ice cream and uh, enjoyed by all. Chunky. <laughs> because of the large birthday celebration, the only lodge business conducted was a vote on the summer's fundraiser. This year, the lodge hoped to raise enough money for the down payment on a new ladder truck for the fire department so they can service the new City Hall three-story skyscraper. Fundraisers uh, had been narrowed down to a skeet shoot or another year of the Sawzall Ice Carving Contest. Final tallies were close, but due to the loss of a finger, last year's event, the skeet shoot won by a single vote. Well, we are out of time this week. Um, Hope you uh, have enjoyed listening to the show. Uh, We'll be back next week at 7 a.m. You can listen to us on Thunder1320.com. Remember, this is the home of the uh, Honeydew Eradication Association. And remember to visit us on HomeTalkGuys.com. Thanks for listening. Now, let's go get something done. I hope our scooters are charged. Uh, I hope you have insurance. Good night, Max. Good night, Vincenzo. Vincenzo.